0: luca i'm quitting i'm becoming a developer fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) this is blockchain from the block and we're talking about blockchain developers he loves developers and yeah you can google it uh i'm bb and with me is luca from eternity we're talking about our dear friends that we've grown up with well i've grown up with luca is a bit older uh, developers. developers. I also grew up with
1: developers all around me. Developers, developers, developers. Yeah, developers.
0: <laughs> I'm I mean, it's it's honestly it's the age of developers. It seems like everyone's working on on toptal and agencies. Working and class of the 21st century. Blue collar workers.
1: Working class of the 21st century.
0: And what's the what's the situation with them in the so in they the blockchain space?
1: Basically, they need uh, their Karl Marx. I think that's <laughs> Satoshi Nakamoto. Maybe no, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, we were growing up when the companies in the region was just starting
0: off. I mean, yeah, I mean, there were no, like, product companies or something. Like, the first tech companies across the region were were agencies. They, they made their money in outsourcing to Western companies, to clients. It was, like, two or three guys and gals just, like, coding for others because they didn't know how to, like, do design or marketing or whatever. I mean, that came with time. Of course, we have, like, product companies now across the region, but the first instances of very successful tech companies were agencies, right? Exactly. If you uh, think back a little bit,
1: all the major players, developer, developer, development major players uh, started off exactly like this. A couple of guys in a, in a garage or in an office coding their way through um, university or I don't know, things like this. All the major big successes in, let's say... Serbia, take a look at Nordos. nordus now employs how many people? 200? 300? I don't know. I think even more, honestly. More. Um, they opened the office in they started of Exactly. They started very small. A couple of people just hacking their way through through life. I mean, if you look at it, if, if, if you think about it, you have in every single country in the Balkans, you have an example of this. In Bulgaria, you have a company that was, I think, was one of the major exits. Telric Telric yeah. 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 So they had i think in peak around 300 or 400 developers people. But as you said, you know, we all started as outsourcing sweatshops.
0: That's and, how we learned our trade. That's how most of them learned yeah. how, how to do their job. That's how they learned to do business. Yeah, that's that's something I would say quite normal. I don't know if honestly I think that for every niche we can look at tourism, we can look at blockchain now it all starts with services, yep. right? Exactly. And what's the situation? Do we have some development agencies in the Balkans that can like, rival agencies that are working on blockchain services abroad? Yeah, of course. I, I think we, we,
1: we mentioned this in one of the previous episodes. It's even better at this point because you have small... So blockchain is something, and especially blockchain development is something very fresh. You, don't have, you cannot have like 10 years of experience in blockchain development. I mean, okay, you can theoretically, (laughs) but rarely people do. One of the things that people understood and took from their previous experiences is that by leasing your time, you can only go so far. So what they started is they started creating products in parallel. They were selling their time. Whenever there was a downtime, they were focusing on their own product because they saw the examples of Nordeus, they saw the examples of Telerik, of... I don't know, nothing comes to my mind. Five, for example, here in Croatia, in Slovenia, you have uh, Outfit7 and Talking Tom. They, they kind of learned from that and, and then expanded it quite a lot. So right now, what you have is a couple of really smart people that created agencies, which are of ideal size uh, for a small boutique, but yet powerful and profitable company that, you know, handles development. So that's 15 to 20 people max they basically sell their time for quite a nice sum of money and in parallel they're doing their own products based on the need that they saw from the clients which is a beautiful thing. So you have companies like Decenter in Serbia, like MVP workshop in Serbia, which became the backends of major cryptocurrency and blockchain projects in the world. You have the same in Slovenia, you have numerous companies that were basically the development power behind massive amount of ICOs and token sales in the last couple of years. You have companies in, uh, in, uh, for example, Bulgaria, like like HackBG, like LimeChain, for example. And Line that's Chain. someone
0: who we're going to talk
1: about. Exactly. But Linechain is a very interesting... I mean, I, I met the guys, uh, Jorge and, and, and his colleagues. They're very smart guys, doing it in a very, very smart way. And I think they were, for the second year in a row, one of the top 10 development agencies for developing on Solidity or something like this. When you talk to them, ask them about this. Uh, they will know. So you have people who actually recognized this niche because it's a niche quite early and they kind of specialized themselves into this it's no different than specializing for mobile apps back in the day on app-
0: and 5 Croatia, exactly. for example exactly. so, you needed to have some
1: you know balls to say okay this is going to happen in the next 10 years i think mobile is going to be big i mean i remember a couple of conversations arguments you know whatever you want to call them back in 2009 with some of them that you just mentioned Where we're arguing if ios is going to become or iphone is going to become a major player or not because back then Symbian was you know the the king of the platform exactly the platform so back then in order to you know you need to do Exactly the same thing is happening right now. You needed to, you know, have a little bit of vision and trust in your guts and in your kind of bets to say, yeah, I think that this is gonna become a major thing in the next 10
0: years. So we decided to see who has the balls to do blockchain development in the Balkans. And we talked to LimeChain. This is an interview with them. Hello, hello. Who are you and uh, what does LimeChain do? We started our
2: company a couple of years ago. It was actually 2017, if I'm not mistaken, September. Uh, our company is called LimeChain, and it's, uh, it's a blockchain solutions company. What we do is that we work with clients towards uh, using blockchain for improving their business, introducing new business models, and generally improving the way they, uh, they operate. The company has three pillars currently Well, initially when we started was we just a consulting company but right now uh we added to the mix of consulting and development first pillar right uh the second one being uh, education uh we have life academy which is a different brand that actually specialize in providing educational services and trainings to corporates what we do is uh we Provide workshops. We have like a couple, couple of ways of doing that. We have the generic workshop, and then uh, we have a more specialized uh, workshops. For example, work with one of the big uh, Austrian banks, where we train their C-level executives. Blockchain could could bring to their business, and how that affect will affect their business in the future. And the third pillar is our own products. So we have two products. Uh, one is called Etherlime, which is a alternative to Trufo. It's a deployment tool, and it's a non-for-profit product that we're doing for the community. We're really happy to share that the product has been supported by ETH price and your community fund. And then the other the other product that we have is called LimePay, which is a payment solution that allows dApps to accept traditional payment means like credit or debit cards.
0: What is your opinion on the blockchain development in the Balkans? Well, um
2: Balkans has always been uh, you know, a hotbed for, for technology um, because of our previous history with Soviet Union and everything happened happened uh, during that time. We traditionally have more technical background, I would say. So it's really good that a lot of people are tech-oriented here and I would say that a lot of uh, innovation is happening here. Uh, this is especially true for blockchain because with web 2.0 and web 1.0 we kind of missed this revolution in uh in in the Balkans. we kind of were the laggards, but with blockchain i think we're really in the forefront i mean we are we're we're on the tip of everything that's happening and going to the to the community meetings uh, the ethereum community meetings or generally the big conferences I'm really happy to share that a lot of the new things that we see, a lot of the breaking, you know, the breaking project we see in the industry is coming from either guys that are from the Balkans and currently, you know, are based somewhere else, or are also based in the Balkans, you know, which is
0: pretty pretty good. What do you think the benefit of launching your development company in the Balkans is today?
2: Well, um, I would see. I'll see Balkans as as, a really unique place uh, because we're currently in the rapid development here. So we have a traditionally developed market like US, for example, Central Europe and UK. And then we have Balkans, which is kind of, right now is developing. We have this rapid development in the tech world. And uh, it's really great to be here because there are a lot of capital coming in this part of the world. First, we have a great talent we see more and more you know investors and and companies coming to this part of the world to, to start the operations here so it's uh you know it's really good mix it's uh, it's really good synergy and it's becoming better and better every day so i would say for the for the companies that are deciding and you know, think thinking about starting obviously way of life uh, it's it's a you know a big plus here uh, i would say prices in generally are uh, you no know, start of uh, of life uh, compared to the pricing is really good uh, the ratio.
0: and yeah, we have we have a really good talent here and really nice people. So there obviously have to be some challenges. What are the challenges for you in the blockchain development space?
2: Well, I wouldn't say that these challenges are you now exclusive to the blockchain to the blockchain space. I mean I, I, I'll, I'll step up, I'll take a step backward and I'll see more in the general the tech world. Here, So, um, as far as I mentioned, uh, because of our past situation and because of the way the business has developed in the past 10 years, um, Balkans are seen more like a near shore destination and more like an outsourcing place, right? The challenges we're seeing right now, because I wouldn't say that's really true for blockchain. Uh, for uh, we're not uh, an outsourcing company, right? We are a value-adding company. We're not just providing some people. Uh, as an external team or as a, as a team extension to, the, to our clients, but rather we're, we're bringing our own value and bringing our know-how to the table, right? And communicating that and creating this narrative that Balcons are no longer a place where we just go to outsource, but rather it's a place where innovation is happening where uh, a new product has been, you know, are developed and, you know, really cutting edge, you uh, People that are really on the cutting edge of the technology uh, are based and work, that's, that's, that's I would say, is the hardest thing right now. But, you know, slowly we're getting there, and uh, people from the from other part of the world are starting more and more to see us like, a really good specialist rather than just, you know, people you go to hire when your budgets are tight or something.
1: I hope you like this uh, exploration trip of uh, blockchain developers in the Balkans with the. First uh, interview of uh, our Bulgarian friends from Limechain, stay tuned for more Balkan companies doing blockchain in the Balkans from the block.
0: Luca, why did you do the intro instead of me? Come on!
1: I have no this idea! This was
0: Blushing from the Block, the, the somewhat episode where we talked with Limechain. As Luka said, uh, thank you for listening. Share, subscribe and do contact us if you're a developer. I think Luca and I will be very interested in this this is a from Block. I'll listen to you next time.